Welcome to the Quick Talk Podcast with Joshua Latimer, where we discuss business, life, family, faith, struggle, fire, pain, and ultimately winning. It's time to take massive action. Look, I, I can't work harder on your life or business than you do. It's ultimately all on you. You know, God created all the food the birds would ever need, but he doesn't put it in their nest. You've got to go get it. 10 out of 10 people die. So how about doing something today that actually matters while you still can? Hey, my friends, welcome to the Quick Talk Podcast. How the heck are you? I'm enduring a horrible winter blizzard storm again, and I want you to feel sorry for me and not mock me and laugh at me if you're down south, because it has been brutal up here, but luckily my internet's holding strong, and I have a great interview for you on the podcast today. Her name is April Dotson. I actually bumped into April for the first time probably four or five years ago. It's been quite a while when I was getting my start with like software and started to go into industry events and started trying to meet other people, and she's been well-known kind of in the home services industry. She had an answering service company. She has a program called Bid Slot Program. I'm going to let her explain kind of what that is. And she was kind of brought back up to me by my friend Michael Dalkey, who's been on the show several times. Now, Michael had, I think, used uh, one of her programs to do some outbound cold call appointment setting, appointment setting services to get commercial accounts and had some tremendous results. I know a lot of other people have too, so I thought I'd ask her to come on and we can talk about the importance of using the phone to grow your business, but also the office side. I know a lot of you guys have small companies and you are like the one-man wrecking crew out there and you're you're on a ladder and you're pressure cleaning things and you're mowing lawns and you're answering the phone and your truck is covered in sticky notes and you're trying to hold it all together and maybe April can bring some uh, useful value to us and give us some tips on how we can improve that part of our business. April, how the heck are you? Yeah, I'm good. Thank you so much for having me. Um, so you did hit the nail right on the head. Um, we did help Mike Dalkey um, with a small appointment setting campaign. He purchased 400 calls for $400. He had one of his salesmen, Gabe Torres, go to all of the appointments that we set for them. I believe we set somewhere between 15 and 23 appointments for them off of a budget of 400 where we were calling restaurants, hotels, nursing homes, hospitals, apartment complexes, condo associations. Um, the feedback that I got from Gabe was that he had submitted over $180,000 worth of quotes and secured more than $44,000 worth of business. So that is a very great campaign, super exciting. I definitely uh, know that they will be returning. Um, and after uh, we chatted for a while and he learned some of the other services that we offered, they um, gave us a little trial run with our virtual office, and they sent us over some uh, very old invoices, and I mean more than six months old, and we were able to collect about $2,500 off of those invoices. Lots of small uh, window cleaning jobs, like $10 you know, price points. But we were definitely able to, you know, get some of those collections made for them and help them clean some of that up. But that's just one of the things that we do with our virtual office service. That's amazing. That I, w- I want to kind of segment our conversation into two main chunks, if that's okay, because uh, sure. I have a lot to say, and I want to ask you some questions about the, the outbound call stuff. But I also want to spend a significant amount of time talking about what I, at least what I call the mothership, which is you know the office, the admin part of a company. And for a small company, they don't really—it's not really 
much of a mothership at that point, but how important it is. But that's insane that they spent 400 bucks and booked over 40000 in in work. And my experience with small businesses is that the most important tool they have is their phone. But these guys are terrified to make cold calls. They're terrified to just go for it, to go grab the gold out of the ground. And that's why I think people resonate with, with the bid slot program because – you guys are pros at that. You do that. I have a call center background. Before I started my <laughs> cleaning company, I had a couple short stints making outbound calls, and we generated a fortune using the phone. But most people just don't do it. Has that been your experience as well? Yes, we do handle that for a lot of companies that have never tried cold calling, don't like cold calling, don't really know that much about cold calling. And so we open their eyes and show them how easy it can be to get in front of someone so that you can get to the point of entertaining your pricing and company information, and then you follow up to close the deal. So basically, when you hire us for that service, um, you're hiring us to set the appointment, and then you would go to the appointment, entertain your pricing and company information, and then you follow up to close the deal. We do work with some companies in a uni- unique way where they will hire us to actually do the follow-up calls. And if we do something like that, we're working closely with them. They're sending the price that they left with their potential customer after the bid appointment. And then we just do follow-up calls until we close the deal for them. Um, And so those are two separate services that we offer, but it's something that we're very good at. And we've proved it successful in all, you know, in all states that all 50 states. Canada and Mexico. What do you see as the biggest variable between maybe a successful campaign and one that maybe just doesn't work as good, right? Because I mean, not every single time it's going to be a home run. Uh, is Is it the way that you data mine the list? Are certain vertical markets easier to target and set appointments with? Is it based on the the volume? Maybe people hire you for too few calls because they're nervous and it's not a big enough sample size. Uh, What is the criteria for success or to give them the best chance at having success with a program like this? I would I would actually say that it's trust trust that the program's going to work for you. Um, I ran appointments myself within my own kitchen hood cleaning company for 15 years, and that's how we formed BidSlot. So I proved it successful for our family, not only in, you know, St. Louis, Missouri, where we quickly expanded to Kansas City, Missouri. Um, We grew that company, we sold that company, and then we moved to South Carolina because we signed a no-compete within five states. We moved one state outside of that five-state agreement, started with zero customers um, in South Carolina in 2009, and sold that company in 2016 for an amount that changed our family stars. So I've proven it successful in you know more than one market, and we've also, um, by customer request, offered the service to them, you know, in in their area too. Not only setting the appointments, but following up to close the deal. So trust that the program is going to work for you would be the would be the main thing that I would think that you would need to focus on because you're going to go to all different types of appointments. You're going to go to people that were cleaned yesterday, uh, that were serviced um, last month. They're not due for three months, depending on their frequency and volume of traffic going in and out of their establishment. Um, but what you need to do is just basically entertain your pricing and company information, take 10 minutes of their time to introduce the company and go from there. 
Um, if you if you do not see the value or if there's any type of pushback when you get to the appointment where somebody's like, oh, I forgot I set this appointment. I'm busy now. Can you come back later? Um, if you could just kind of get past a little bit of the push so that you can get to the point of pricing, then you're going to be able to follow up to close the deal. If, you're, if you are leaving your price at every appointment that you will visit, then you're going to be very successful um, in the campaign. We work with every level of salesperson. So we work with some owners um, that really sales is not their main uh, focus or what they're really good at. And then we also work with some top salespeople. So there's many different things that would go into what runs a successful campaign. Mm. The list, um, the list that we pull for you, there's two different ways we can do it. You can supply a list of what your ideal clientele is, and we will call through the list that you provide to us. Um, or we can pull the list. If we pull the list, we send the list over to you for you to scrub the list. When you send that list back to us, we think everything on the list is perfect for us to call. We think that it's an absolute perfect fit for you and your company because you sent it back and said, this is the list I want to go with. Mm, I think and so you really amazing. have to take the time. Yeah, you really have to take the time to scrub the list and take off any area, current customers or places that you actually don't want to go that aren't a good fit for you. So wait a second, April, are you saying that these people have to actually do some level of work and put some effort into it? Because that really... They do. I thought this was a magic <laughs> unicorn, magic button to just make a million dollars. No. Uh, that's a good point. You know, commercial sales are, I always say, a long tail relationship. It takes a minute. You know, the larger the ticket, sometimes it can take a year to close, you know, a $100,000 account or something. Not always. Sometimes it can happen quick. Uh, but you have to look at it different. And I think a lot of guys that do primarily residential, they're used to being very transactional rather than being relational. And your company getting their foot in the door to even have a chance to begin a relationship is insanely powerful. If you look at the 10-year value of these relationships, yeah, Dalkey might have uh, got 40000 off this initial test campaign, but because he has the right systems in his business to follow up and keep developing them, that's probably worth two or $300,000 or three or $400,000 over the next decade. Uh, that's how I look at it. Would you agree? I would agree, and I would say that we, we have something in our office that we call being pleasantly persistent, and what that means is that we don't let anybody off the hook until they finally sign up for services, and the chances that you're actually told no are very slim where someone says, no, do not ever call me again. That's what I consider a no. Um, anybody that says, nope, I like my current company, I think I'll just stick with them, then I'm calling them uh, one month or two weeks after they had their last service with their company, because if I got all of the information right at the time of the appointment, I'm going to know the next time that they would have been serviced, because I would know what their you know volume and frequency is, and I would have got to the point of talking to them about you know how often that they're being cleaned and what's being cleaned. And so then I just put them in a follow-up system so that they never drop off my schedule. And if I have them on my schedule to call today, for example, but say I'm out of the office, I just call them the next time I'm in the office. I don't let them go. By the time you actually <laughs> get awesome. them to pay you and be a customer, you're going to know a whole lot about them. So it's definitely relationship building. Well, this is the essence of what I call proactive marketing. And most little companies 
only do what I call reactive marketing. And you might not know what I'm talking about, but my listeners do. And to build a big business or to scale something and be in control of the scale, you have to have a proactive plan. This is a perfect outbound lever. It's a system to drive sales. It will always work if people will be patient and follow up. I think it's amazing. And you're right. It's never usually a no. It's a not yet when people don't want to do it. It's not a no, it's a not yet. But people play a lot of head games with themselves. They get all stressed out and they psych themselves out and they and they just miss it. And, and the money is there. It's crazy. Um, that's awesome. Let's shift over maybe to this idea of the mothership. And I'll just kind of set the table here. So most co- co- people that listen to the show and most people in the market that have a service company they're in stage one or stage two kind of in their business. They're doing maybe less than 300000 in revenue where they're, they're making some money, but they don't have enough for like a full leadership team or like an office, you know, admin plus an assistant plus a facility and a shop. And plus they're kind of in this limbo state where they're multitasking. They have their cell phone on them. They're in the field. They're doing sales. They're answering, call, answering calls in between. And uh, it's just a lot because I, I lived it for 10 years. I know you guys have lived it. Um but what happens, in my opinion, is they, they drop the ball on all kinds of little things that are powerful in their company. Like they're not following up with uh, estimates that didn't close as often as they should because they're overwhelmed. They're not answering their phone quick enough. They're letting people go to voicemail. They're not in their CRM tracking the data correctly. For example, how did the person hear of them? There, there's in the hundred probably, probably a hundred more things. And they don't understand how important it is to have clean data, to answer the phone quick, to have great tone of voice, to make sure they're capturing the right information, getting the pricing quickly, following up after, asking for referrals and reviews after, all that stuff, all those systems kind of go to the wayside uh, for small companies. And so you've tried to solve that problem. Explain the, the other business you have, you know, the virtual assistant kind of services thing. Right. We started the virtual office because we work with so many service companies and they were all having problems with a lady in the office. They're not going to invite someone into their home to work when they're not there. Um, A lot of these people that we work with may run their business out of their home. Um, uh, We act as a, you know, we work with small businesses, medium businesses, and then also large businesses. We work with everybody on different levels. Some companies uh, use us more than 100 hours a week, and some companies use us less than one hour a week. You only pay us for the time that we're actually working for you. And so we saw a real need with the companies that we were working with. And when we started the virtual office, we used to do things pretty manual. And I mean, we used to answer the company phone, and then we used to have a daily checklist uh, paper that was actually printed out, and we would make sure everything was done on that list, plus answer the calls and handle the daily business. The problem with that, the way that we started the virtual office was a lot of the people that we worked with, because we were off-site, so because, for example, my client was in Nebraska and we're in South Carolina, my client would call me, oh, probably 30 times a day after every phone call, and not only would I have just taken care of the customer that, you know, we handled for him, but 
he would want to know everything that happened. So it was taking up a lot of time and he was paying a set fee every month. Um, you know, and that's the way that we started out. And then we would scan and fax over or scan and email over that daily task list, be stuck here at the office because the scanner or fax would always get jammed up and it was just totally inconvenient for everybody. So I thought there has to be a better way. There has to be a better way for us to not have to answer so many client questions on the business that we're handling. And so I created a software that gives our client um, access to a dashboard and we have access to a dashboard. You can create a a task as our client and we create a task for every single item of business that we do for you. Um, We have found that when we're answering the company phones, we stop the person that's requesting a quote from calling the next person just because we simply answered the phone and promised that someone would either call them back. So then we realized that a lot of the people that we work with, they don't have time to call the people back. So while the message taking stopped the person from calling and hopefully that owner got back with them in time to actually get to the point of quoting before the next company they called probably already quoted them, um, we realized that we could actually quote because of our experience in the industry. Because we owned a kitchen hood cleaning company for 15 years, we've been talking about and talking Talking with window cleaners, power washers, kitchen hood cleaners, janitorial companies, carpet cleaning companies for all those years. So we definitely know the lingo. The neat thing about our company is we're already trained in all of the industry related software that these guys are using. We're, you know, we're trained in Responsibid, uh, the Customer Factor, Marcate, um, Jobber, House Call Pro, all of them. So it's not like just hiring a lady in the office where you have to, number one, train in the software, number two, uh, kind of explain how you bid and quote and stuff like that. Basically, we give you a simple way to give us instructions for your company. We follow your instructions um, to a T. In the beginning, of course, there's a huge learning curve, and we ask you a whole bunch of questions. And then over time, before you know it, we're just scheduling, confirming jobs, receiving of payment, do, uh, collecting on invoices, calling anybody that you that used you last February that hasn't went on your schedule yet. We do all kinds of different things. And another thing that's unique about our company is um, any way that you're currently doing business, nothing has to change. The only thing that changes is we give you a call forward number and we're answering your phone and then it's just working. Well, and I think it's important. That was an awesome explanation, by the way. Uh, It's important for people to understand we're not talking about an answering service. We're talking about a remote, complete, full service office administrator. So it's, it's, you know, so many guys will hire an office admin and they don't have the right systems to train them correctly and then they get frustrated or they're in the field working and the person is answering the phone in the office. But um, I have a guy I work with right now in Texas and they've just, they just let go their office admin because she wouldn't be making outbound calls in between inbound calls. She wouldn't do like some of the administrative things that are really, really, really important. You know, if she, during her downtime, she wouldn't, she just wasn't doing what they were requesting, but they're busy in the field. And I hear th- that stuff a lot. So essentially what they're getting with this is they buy blocks of hours, but they're not getting an answering service. They're getting an admin that's logging into their CRM that can make outbound calls, that can collect payment from customers, that can quote if they want to, that can log into Responsibid and tweak something. They can do all this stuff, like a full, like the whole thing, like the whole deal, without physically training someone from scratch on their own. 
the other benefit I can see is for a small company that can't afford a 40-hour-a-week office admin, because if you want a rock star, they're going to want like a real job, maybe you only need 10 hours a week. And maybe, you know, April's team could crush it for you. I think I think this is a really, <laughs> it's a really big deal. It's powerful. Is there any other Thank juicy you. thing you can, you can add I, in regards to what you do? I do. I do. And I'd like to give an example so that you see um, how much time it saves you and also the money that it would save you versus having a full-time person. Number one, you're going to see every single thing that the person in the office is doing, where our time is spent, how much time is spent scheduling, quoting, receiving of payment, invoicing, and any miscellaneous projects that you would like for us to do. Um, number two, um, all of the calls that we take, when we are talking to a new person that's never worked with your company before, we are quoting them over the phone with whatever way you would like us to quote because we do it every single way that our client asks us. Some we measure, uh, you know, some we do it by square footage. Uh, some have us do a calculation based on certain different criteria. We do it any way you're already doing it. Um, and if we're scheduling, uh, quoting, and then we're adding them into your CRM and we're taking the payment over the phone, those calls normally last six to nine minutes. And we're on and off the phone. It's a done deal. Um, all you do is tell us how to process the payment, whether we do it at the time of booking them like that or if we, or if we just enter that into, for example, the customer factor and our client runs it when, our, when they're done with the job or they just tell us when they're done with the job and we run the payment. Most of those calls take six to nine minutes. Most of the power washing companies, and we work with every, you know, every size we work with, some that probably do 80000 a year, and we work with some that are in the millions. Um, all of those companies normally get away with a budget of anywhere, based on their call volume, of anywhere between five and ten hours a week worth of uh, virtual office time, and five hours is $175. And then 10 hours is 350, and that's just an example because we do offer different packages. But that's what a savings that you're going to receive. And we are in the office for you Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m., scheduling, scheduling, quoting, receiving of payment, doing anything you want us to do, and Saturdays from 9 to 4. And then after hours and on weekends, we still do answer the phone. Um, so we are 24-7, but after hours and on weekends, outside of the hours I just mentioned, we're just taking the message. But if you're using us as your full-time solution, we'll go back through the messages that were taken um, overnight, and we'll return any calls that we need to return normally by 10 a.m. the next morning. It's amazing. What, do you guys do, like, for example, if I'm an owner and I, I want to, you know, get some more revenue on the schedule, maybe we have a, a slower month or a slump, can I request that you guys maybe pull a list of past customers and start checking in with them and trying to book them? Do you guys do, like, proactive outbound calling on this side uh, of, as well? We do, and you can set a budget because for some people that means 800 phone calls. Um, when we're doing those type of phone calls, we do, if it's in a residential market, we do try to schedule those, that call time like later in the day. So it's not just like we're leaving a whole bunch of messages. Um, and so we work on, we work on those types of task lists every day and we're highly, hugely successful at getting those people back on the schedule. They've just been forgetting to call you, but if you don't call them, they are most likely going to go with the next person that gives them a quote if you didn't 
update and get back with them before uh, they schedule with that next person. So like right now in February, we should be calling anywhere uh, from November to the people that used you in March being proactive and also continuing to follow up with those people that didn't go back on your schedule yet. A hundred percent. Yes. I mean, I'm a huge fan of early in the year, you want to cram as many early, early appointments as possible because then you have a higher chance of getting a second appointment that year, depending on the kind of service you have. Um, This is all stuff that I think makes sense to people, but they're just not executing on it on their own. They're kind of drowning (laughs) in all the tasks of survival and paying their bills and... But this is critical stuff. I think it's really, really cool. And uh, this would have saved me a lot of pain and suffering back in the day. Uh, But a lot has changed in the last 5, 10 years. It's unbelievable. The technology, kind of the services that are being offered, even with what we do at Send Gym and what you guys are doing. It's so cool. Um, How can people contact you, April? And uh, what other, you know, words of encouragement or wisdom do you have as we kind of wrap things up? Sure. So um, our website is va.bidsloppprogram.com, and we have a contact us form there. You could also email april at bidslotmarketingcorp.com or call us at 888-718-2437. Awesome. And just to be clear, it's VA as in virtual assistant. I know it could sound like GA or, or BA or all yeah, that. Yeah, it's, it's like, VA like virtual assistant dot bid slot, bid like leaving a price slot like the time slot we would use, program.com. Okay, go to va.bidslotprogram.com. Or give April or her team a call at 888-718-2437. It's great to reconnect with you, April. Sounds like you're basically building a little empire down there helping people, which is awesome. <laughs> so high five for that. And uh, I appreciate you, so you taking much. some time and hanging out. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you so much. Yep. All right. Well, take care. Hey, thanks for hanging out, friends. And from all of us here at the Quick Talk Podcast team, we hope you love today's show. We hope that you were inspired to become a doer and not just a listener. Apply what you've heard today in your own business and watch things change for the better. Lastly, remember that all the money in the world can't save your soul. Seek first the kingdom of God, my friends. We'll see you next time. For more information about the Quick Talk Podcast or Joshua's other businesses, visit our website, quicktalkpodcast.com. Have a blessed day.